In this episode, I explore why men seem to be drawn to men like Joe Rogan, Jordan Peterson, and Andrew Tate. I hope you guys enjoy it. This is episode 15, Be Strong, Man. sued him or something. Anyway, I'm getting off track. Okay, so it was ran by WWF, and my favorite wrestler, bar none, was Stone Cold Steve Austin. For those of you who know who Stone Cold Steve Austin is, I'm just going to say Austin 316, and you guys know what that means. You know what I'm talking about. Austin 316 says, I'll just whoop your... You know what? <laughs> I wanted to wear that uh, on Friday at my uh, firm. We have Casual Friday, and I wanted to wear an Austin 316 uh, hat, but I was afraid I'd, I'd get fired. One of the senior partners would come into the office and say, oh, we're wearing this. We figured out what Austin 316 uh, means. You, you can't wear this. You've got to get out of here. So I didn't do it, but I wanted to. Anyway, Stone Cold Steve Austin. How would you describe Stone Cold Steve Austin? Stone Cold Steve Austin is a manly man, a big, strong, manly man who doesn't take crap from anybody. That's who Stone Cold Steve Austin is. Stone Cold Steve Austin is a man that refuses to let you disrespect him no matter who you are. You can be the boss. You can be Mike Tyson, the heavyweight champion of boxing. Stone Cold Steve Austin uh, doesn't care. Uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin is willing to stand up for what's right, for fairness, even if it's just him. Uh, even if he can't find anybody to uh, join in uh, for what he believes is right, Stone Cold Steve Austin is willing to go against insurmountable odds uh, just because it's the uh, right thing to do. And Stone Cold Steve Austin he had the coolest walk when you you know when you're a wrestler they they um play your music before you come out and stone cold steve austin music is the it's it start it sounds like somebody is like breaking a glass it's like and then he'd walk out and he just had the coolest walk the full of confidence and swag and bravado and he was just a man and my brothers uh, they also were into wrestling, and a lot of my friends were into wrestling. And I'd say, and I don't, 
I'm not saying this because I'm biased. A lot of our favorite wrestlers, uh, a lot of our favorite wrestler was, in fact, Stone Cold Steve Austin. It was pretty close between Stone Cold uh, Steve Austin and The Rock, who had a lot of the same uh, traits that I think made Stone Cold Steve Austin popular. And what was cool about uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin is that, you know, the first time I I saw wrestling, the first time I really got into uh, wrestling, I think I was was young. I had to be about, oh, God, maybe I was born in 89, so maybe 10, 11, 12. And my, I had nobody in my family at that time um, that was really into wrestling. Like, my father wasn't around, so I'm not sure if he was into wrestling. Uh, my grandfather, I don't think he had any idea what wrestling was. So I'm saying that I was not molded to sort of, you know, be a wrestling fan. I just saw it on TV one day, and I saw Stone Cold Steve Austin, and it just really, it really connected with me. It really connected with me as a child um, and as a boy. Some other things that, and and I, I'll explain why I'm going down memory lane, but some other things that I remember I really liked as a boy that, I really didn't have anybody mold me into liking these things. They, these things just seemed to sort of connect with me. Was as a TV show, it's an anime series called Dragon Ball Z, and oh god, Dragon Ball Z is just amazing. It's a bunch of fighting, and it's like karate and 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 power, and you know, guys trying to become their best selves to to protect their families and loved ones and to take on evil forces. And one cool thing about Dragon Ball Z is the one of the overarching themes that I think that connects with a lot of people, especially men, is that the idea that there is no limit to you know, what you're truly capable of. Whenever you think you've reached your limit, when you come in contact with a new foe, or a new obstacle, you have to, you have to get better. You have to level up. So I really, as a boy, I really love, um, looked up to Stone Cold Steve Austin. Really loved Dragon Ball Z. I also was really into Superman. Who I mean, everybody knows who Superman is. He's a strong uh, superhero from the planet of Krypton, and in my opinion, he's the best superhero. And what makes Superman the best superhero is that not only is he the strongest, uh, he's the uh, kindest as well. Uh, he doesn't use his power to you know, bully people or intimidate people. And he doesn't go around looking for fights, but uh, if you know, when he has to fight, he is prepared and he is equipped to fight. So why have I been thinking about all this stuff lately? Well, I'm married now, and... Me and my wife are, we're, we're having our first child uh, soon, and we're having a boy. And I've been thinking about what type of father do I want to be? You know, what type of um, man do I want to be for my son? I hope that I'm a man that he's going to want to look up to, that he's going to want to admire. And I'm I'm interested in what type of figures, uh, what type of men beyond me, beyond just his father, uh, that he's going to look up to. 
you know, when he's a boy, when he's growing up, what's going to be his Stone Cold Steve Austin? What's going to be his Dragon Ball Z or, or Superman or, or stuff like that? And when I was thinking about this, it, it got me to thinking, who are some of the current men that are admired in our society? Who are some men that an overwhelming, well, I want to say overwhelming, a large percentage of males uh, seem to look up to? And why is that? So first I want to want to talk about who I think these men are and then I want to explore sort of why you know what is it about these men that seem to connect with a large percentage of men and then maybe talk about or explore you know what does that say about men in general what's what does that say about our society um is that good for our society so let's start with the first part the first part, so who are some men that, you know, a large percentage of men seem to look up to, seem to admire, seem to gravitate towards? Now, the easy answer is, and they do a survey every year, I think the most admired man typically is the president or the former president, which, I mean, makes sense, right? I mean, the president is the, I mean, technically, he's the most powerful man in the world, uh, the most powerful man in the country, and you would like to believe that, you know, we don't live in a monarchy, so to become the president, you have to have a lot of uh, discipline and work ethic and just a lot of skills that uh, would connect with a lot of people, so that so that would make sense. I sort of want to go beyond that. One of the men in America that I think connects with a lot of men, and I think I know the I think I know the reason why, but this guy connects with a lot of men, and his connection with men, or the reason why men gravitate towards him, it transcends demographics. Sort of like you know, if you're a fan of Stone Cold Steve Austin, it doesn't matter if you're black, white, rich, or poor. If you're a doctor or a lawyer or a plumber, it doesn't matter. Everybody was down. Everybody is down with Stone Cold Steve Austin. So this guy's like that. He sort of transcends demographics. I, th- I think it's Joe Rogan. Uh, Joe Rogan, who has the biggest podcast in the world. Uh, Joe Rogan, who is a, uh, I mean, obviously we know he's, he's he's a white guy. And I say that as... Uh, not to sort of, you know, highlight his race or anything like that, but just to point out that this white man uh, connects with, I'd argue, he connects with just as many, you know, non-white men as he does with white men, if, if I said that right. And I say that as a black man myself, and I'm a fan of Joe Rogan. And I think the reason why I've, become a fan of Joe Rogan over the years is the same reason why a lot of men uh, become a fan of Joe Rogan. Number one, he's strong, or, he, or he, he, he comes across as strong, right? Like Stone Cold Steve Austin, or like Superman, or like Dragon Ball Z. Um, I think Joe Rogan is a former uh, kickboxer. Um, he does jiu-jitsu. 
he just seemed like he can beat you up. <laughs> he just seems like a guy. <laughs> he just seems like a guy that can beat up like like a normal guy. Like he seemed like he he can he can kick your butt and I don't know. I think something about that aspect and it's not a Okay, so let's focus there cuz this is an interesting component of why men seem to gram- to gravitate towards certain men, I, I think the biggest component is that men look up to men they consider to be strong, strength, however you want to define strength. It can be physically strong. It can be mentally strong. It can be emotionally strong. It can be intellectually strong. It can be spiritually strong. Men look up to other men that they consider to be strong. Little boys look up to men. You know, it's the reason why little boys like comic books, comic books and superheroes and wrestling and and Dragon Ball Z. They're heroes. The men that they look up to, they're all strong. So that's that's a component of that, I think. And... And we can talk about where that comes from. Why is it that why why do men have to look up to men that are strong? You know, why can't men look up to men that are weak? Why can't men look up to men that are, you know, uh, uh, peacemakers and, you know, turn the other cheek? Well, I. I I mean that's that's a fair question. That's a fair point, but just because a man is strong does not mean a man does not mean that man is a bully. Right? Just because a man is strong does not mean that that man is going to take advantage of the weak or he's going to exploit the weak or anything like that. It just means that you get the sense that he can defend himself. You get the sense that he can defend his family. And, you know, I'm married. For any man that's married out there or that's in a relationship or, you know, that has a family, if somebody is breaking into your home at nighttime and, you know, obviously you're going to call the cops, but in the meantime, you'd like to think that my family is going to be Okay, I'm going to do whatever it takes to keep my family safe. I'm not going to run into the closet. I'm I'm not going to tell the bad guy, "Hey bad guy, come in here and, you know, you you have your way with us and just let us be." No, I'm I'm going to protect my family. I'm going to defend my family. And I I think that notion of strength, I think uh, a lot of times we lose sight of how important that is because in modern times, I think we we don't realize how safe we have it compared to uh, the vast majority of human history. You know, there was a time in human history where you could not call the, there was no police officers. It was you, your family, your clan, your tribe, your sort of community, and that was it. And it, it But it started with the hearth. It started with you at home protecting your family. That's what it started with. And if you were not, a strong person, then then guess what? Your family was going to be put in a really, really uh, bad si- uh, situation. So I think that's why men 
you know, admire men who they consider to be strong. A lot of the uh, figures from, you know, ancient history even, if you look at somebody like uh, Achilles, uh, which obviously he was a, uh, he was a character in Greek mythology, and so he was a fictional character. He may have been real, but he was a fictional character, but uh, some of the greatest leaders in world history looked up to him. Um, Alexander the Great, you know, Julius Caesar, um, people like that. And if Achilles was real, then I imagine his heroes, people he looked up to, was somebody like Hercules, who was another, you know, strong male archetype. All right, I'm getting... I'm getting off track. How did I go from talking about Joe Rogan to Hercules? <laughs> I went from talking about uh, Joe Rogan to Achilles. How did that happen? Uh, <laughs> all right. So, number one. Okay, let's, let's get back focus here. One reason why men look up to Joe Rogan is that he, he he's strong. Right? He comes across as a tough guy. And when you have a man who comes across as strong, you sort of, I think other men have a innate willingness to listen to what they have to say because they sort of pass the first threshold. So if I come in contact with another man, you know, are, are you a strong man? Or are you somebody that I can look up to? Are you somebody that I can admire? Okay, yes. Well, what do you have to say? And so, so another reason why I think a lot of men, um, why Joe Rogan resonates with a lot of men is because, and I, I think this is a very interesting point and a very important point, is that he comes across as intellectually curious. All right, he, he doesn't come across as just a, big, strong, sort of mindless buffoon, right? He comes across as a strong man who is also a intellectual. And that resonates with a lot of men. I think that says that men are much more open-minded. Men have a, a thirst for knowledge, Men have a thirst for knowledge that when we see another man sort of, you know, exploring and and talking about we that that connects with us, that resonates with us. And I want to be clear. I mean, I know that, you know, women also uh, look up to uh, Joe Rogan and, and they admire Joe Rogan and he resonates with a lot of women. But I think his main appeal it's with men, so I'm talking about that aspect. I'm not. I'm not saying that, you know, um, women are not, you know, intellectually curious, anything like that. I want to clarify that. So, so Joe Rogan comes across as a very strong guy, like he can beat you up, like Achilles, <laughs> and he comes across as very intellectually curious. So I think what we can take away from that is men want to be strong and men are intellectually curious men have a thirst for knowledge i i think that's a good thing joe rogan also is 
he teaches a lot about or teaches he talks a lot about you know discipline and structure and having a good work ethic and not being lazy i think all of those things are noble attributes i think all those things are things that men should you know strive towards men should you know aspire to incorporate into their own lives i don't you know so we talked about you know he comes across as a strong guy he is intellectually curious he talks about discipline and structure and work ethic and focus i don't think any of those things are wrong for men to aspire towards i don't think any of, of those things are wrong for society in fact i think all of those things are good for society i think all of those things are good for men I think if men were to incorporate a lot of those things into their own personal lives, they probably would be, you know, their their best selves. Joe Rogan also comes across as a very calm guy as well. Like it, it would take a lot to sort of get him uh, riled up. I think a part of that is his training with kickboxing, and I think he al- I think he's also in jujitsu. I've done a little uh, jiu-jitsu. I'm training in it now, and it's really good for teaching you to, you know, remain calm, you know, keeping a clear head under pressure. All right, so let's summarize the appeal of Joe Rogan and why he resonates with so many men across demographics. He's strong. He is intellectually curious, and he is a disciplined, structured, focused, hardworking man. Just like Stone Cold Steve Austin. And just like Achilles. <laughs> okay, who who is another guy that I think seems to be resonating with a lot of people, a lot of males? Um, and you, you may disagree with me and you may disagree with him. With and and, and I wanna be clear here, we don't have to, you know, necessarily agree with any, you know, ideology that these men are you know sort of promoting one way or another but we can sort of glean why they would appeal to a lot of people another man i believe is uh jordan peterson he seems to have resonate he seems to have resonated with a lot of men and his appeal seems to uh cross demographics uh now Unlike Joe Rogan, he doesn't, Jordan Peterson, and I'm not sure if Jordan Peterson may can, you know, beat up the average man <laughs> just like Joe Rogan, but he doesn't seem like he can physically beat you up, physically, but mentally, he seems like he's mentally strong, right? He comes across as a very, like he's not going to back down. He's not going to sort of just let you walk over him. You know, if you... Uh, disrespect him or if you disagree with him he's not just gonna sort of you know bow down to you or or anything like that he's going to stand behind what he believes and he's going to explain to you why you're wrong and why he's right he comes across as a principal strong man he also comes across as I mean obviously he is a uh, very uh, intelligent man. He is a intellectual. Seems like he has a thirst for knowledge as well. And he, and similar to Joe Rogan, he, you know, he talks a lot about discipline and structure and focus and, and working hard and all of those things. So, 
So are you seeing a, a, a common theme here? Is, is this stuff starting to make sense? Because you have some people, oh, I don't I don't understand why men are, you know, or why men are into Joe Rogan or Jordan Peterson. And one thing I, I didn't mention earlier, a lot of men in society now, a lot of us were raised in homes without our fathers, right? So we never had a man actually sit down to us and explain to us how do you become a man what is a man a lot of us never had that and if you see if you look at the breakdown of the family more and more boys are growing up without having that so i I think that also will explain a lot of you know what we're talking about on this episode all right uh, so we talked about joe rogan strong he can beat you up intellectually curious hard work discipline structure focus uh, Jordan Peterson, similar to Joe Rogan, comes across as a very strong guy, uh, intellectually curious. Uh, he's a uh, intellectual. I think he's written books and it's, you know, psychology, all you know, society, all kind of stuff. Hard work, discipline, structure, focus. The last guy I think is the most uh, controversial at the moment. His name is Andrew Tate, uh, and he was just bandit. Bandit. That's not a word. Guys, think oh, this guy's a lawyer. He can't even say he can't even say bandit. <laughs> He's uh, he, he, uh, Andrew Tate was just uh, banned from YouTube, uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. Uh, basically, he was banned from the internet. Um, and I know that he has said a lot of controversial statements and a lot of controversial opinions. I don't really want to get into that. I, I want to focus on why I think he resonated with a lot of men. Well, similar to Joe Rogan and, and Jordan Peterson and Achilles, <laughs> uh, Andrew Tate is a fighter. He's a, a former, I think, world champion kickboxer. He's this big, strong guy who seems like he can just beat you up. Like, he seems like he can beat up the average man. I don't I don't think people understand how important that is for for men and boys to they look up to I feel like I'm beating a, a dead horse here but if a guy comes across as strong if he does not come across as weak that boy or that man is they're going to have open ears to hear what that person has to say. Now, regardless of whether or not you agree with what that person has to say, you have to understand the first component. You have to understand what what men, you know, look up to in other men, what boys look up to in, in men and in, in figures and role models. That's why Andrew Tate resonates with a lot of boys that's why he resonates with a lot of men because he comes across as a strong guy that's a strong guy other reasons why he resonates with a lot of men a lot of boys is he talked a lot about discipline hard work focus not being lazy i think a lot of times when we talk about jordan peterson or joe rogan or andrew tate or even somebody like president trump we, we just focus on the things that these men say that we don't agree with, that society doesn't agree with, and we completely miss we completely miss what is it about these men that seem to be attracting 
all these men, all these boys. So Andrew Tate, strong guy, uh, talks, like I said, hard work, discipline, stru- uh, structure. Those aren't necessarily bad things. You know, he's really into working out and, and training and being strong. There's nothing wrong with that. I think, it, you know, men, boys should should do some type of martial arts, should do some type of physical training. Um, one one of the biggest issues we have in um, in America is obesity, people not working out, people not being in shape, um, causes a lot of health issues. People are dying way, way ahead of, the, ahead of their time because of their eating habits, because of their lack of exercise. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I don't think there's anything wrong with promoting uh, discipline, hard work, stru- uh, structure, focus, you know, telling men you, you can't be lazy. You got to get out there and work hard and you have to do things. Sometimes you don't feel like doing because that's what a man does. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. All right, so let's recap. So we have Joe Rogan, Jordan Peterson, Andrew Tate. So we've talked about why boys and why men you know, seem to gravitate towards these men or men like these men, these figures, these male archetypes. We've talked about why. I, is it so the things that these guys promote, and I, I don't mean necessarily their ideologies, but the, the traits that we talked about, their, their appeal – because I, 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 I don't believe that their mass appeal is based on their controversial statements. That's not what's, I mean, some men are drawn to that. But the thing that, the things about these men that transcends all of that stuff, that transcends demographics, are the stuff that, you know, I, I've talked about. And, and when I say controversial statements, I want to be clear, that's not me saying, you know, I think that, oh, Andrew Tate said this is controversial, Jordan Peterson or Joe Rogan. I mean what society has said. Oh, this is a controversial statement. This is a controversial. Well, let's not focus on all that stuff. Let's just focus on, you know, the, the things that w- we've talked about in this episode. So is it wrong for men and little boys to look up to a man who is strong? No, I don't think that's, I don't think that's wrong. I'm, I, I'd like to think I'm a strong guy and – I, I'm going to encourage my son to be strong. Is it wrong for boys, men to look up to men who are intellectually curious? I don't think there's anything wrong with it. I think I think we need more people like that. I think we have a lot of people who just accept everything without any critical thinking, without any questioning. I I think that's bad for society. I think that's bad for our community. I think that's bad for our country. I think that's bad for just everybody. Is it wrong for men, little boys, to look up to guys who are talking about discipline, structure, hard work, focus? No, I don't. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. You know, I get up every morning at at four thirty and I write and then I go work out, then I go to work and I come back home. I spend time with my wife, then I then I work some more. I'm a pretty disciplined, structured, focused guy myself, and and I'd say that you know having or trying to do a lot of the things that you know Joe Rogan talks about or Jordan Peterson or Andrew Tate, 
you know, from a from an early age, I've sort of figured out those were the keys to su- those were the keys to success. I mean, that's how you accomplish uh, great things. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I don't think there's anything wrong with, you know, our I don't think I don't think that's going to lead to a breakdown of civilization or anything like that. I think that not encouraging those things, I think, could lead to potentially uh, bad problems. And it does feel that what's happening in America now and what's happening in the West at large is that these traits that we've talked about, that we've explored, they're not being promoted as much as they uh, they were used to. They're not being encouraged, which is weird. It, it It doesn't make any sense. Why wouldn't you not want a society, a, okay, maybe it's not weird, and I'm thinking about it, but it's, it seemed to me that you would want a society, that you would want a community, a neighborhood full of strong, intellectually curious, hardworking, disciplined, structured men. It seems to me that that would be good for the family. It would be good for the neighborhood, for the community, for the city, for the nation, for the world. To have a world full of, you know, weak, lazy, just, you know, not hardworking men, I don't think that's good for anybody. I don't think that's good for society. So, and and like I said, and, and the appeal of, the appeal of these men, it's not why boys and men are, drawn to these things is not necessarily it's number one it's not propaganda it's not um you know being brainwashed or anything like that you know when i was a little boy like i said the first time i saw stone cold steve austin nobody told me hey this guy is cool you should like stone cold steve austin no i just like stone cold steve austin the first time i saw dragon ball z nobody said hey you should like dragon ball z no, I just like Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> it just it it connected with me on a visceral level. Uh, the first time I you know I saw Superman, and I think the first time, or as you know, Joe Rogan has connected with a lot of men, or or Jordan Peterson, or Andrew Tate's, or people like that. It's not nobody is telling these men, these boys, hey, you want to be cool? Look, look at these. It's just it's something about these men that connects with other men on a deep level and and I think we talked about why and I don't think there's anything wrong with that so if you don't like what these men have to say and if you don't like their appeal to so many boys and other men then I guess make sure that the person that you're trying to contrast with them that you're trying to use them to sort of take these men down, make sure they have some of these traits that we've talked about. And you may not agree with that conclusion, but hey, well that's the bottom line, because Dan said so. Mm-hmm.